Hey everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It's December 28th, 2020, and it's actually a very exciting day. What a uh, what a pretty crazy 24 hours. This mic sounds terrible. I don't know what happened. There we go. Uh, what a crazy 24 hours, Dave. This still sounds really bad. It sounds fine in my ears. You need new headphones. Uh, you need new headphones. My headphones are new. You're the guy who says everything sounds fine, and then people email and go, what the hell? Who's running the board there, Dave? I'm following your levels right now. All right. I'm we'll, telling we'll you. We'll see. Okay. We'll see You tomorrow. tell Dr. Dre he makes bad headphones. We'll uh, see how long you last. We'll see how long. Why don't you go get your ears checked? <laughs> Talk to that lady, Sandy Feldman, who Crisello promotes. Is that right? I don't know. She might be for speaking, your eyes. Hey, speaking of that, before we get into the good stuff. Yeah. What the hell's the deal with Darren running commercials that say, hey, go get your hair fixed like Mike Costa. Hey, Mike doesn't work there anymore. How do Let's they not do shame that? him. When does he come in here? I don't know. That bald fuck better have a full head of hair. He's going to look like Gabe Cotter when he comes in here. You'll be like, my God. What the hell happened upstairs? You you are unbelievable. You look like <laughs> Gabe Cotter. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's go back. Yesterday, Okay. it's going to be fun. Tomorrow, uh, Wednesday night, our final podcast of 2020. We're going to have two guests in here. I'm giving you 48 hours notice. Can you hook up four mics? Yeah, it's right there. Look right to your right. I see one. Okay. And then there's another one that That's your son what I was. Said. Where, where's the one your son was just using? I don't know. He might have sold it. He stole it on the way out. But, son of a uh, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday night, Julie Brownman, Katie Temple in here. Yeah. Ju- Julie's in town from Denver. And so last night, we're at this hotel. Where Julie's staying, it's me, Katie, and Julie. Yeah. Sitting out there drinking beers. So you, you were part of girls' night. Is that what you're saying? I sure was. <laughs> okay. What the fuck do you mean? All I know is you weren't. And that's why it was a fun night. And all of a sudden, uh, my buddy Pat sends me a text and goes, hey, what do you think? Did the pods give up too much for Blake Snell? And I go, God damn. So that was the first part. You see the Snell trade, and you go... I was not a Mejia fan, okay? I'm not <laughs> Nobody gonna, was. No, not going to act like I know who Wilcox is or Blake Hunt. No Blake's brother, Mike. But uh, Blake, I didn't know anything about. Yeah. Wilcox, I don't have any idea about. I know Woody and Wilcox. We used to work with those guys. And then you go, wow, you gave up Patino. But goddamn, Dave, you got you to gotta give up something to get something, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm all for it. I've always said, let's take proven major league talent over minor leaguers. Fuck uh, these guys. And when you and driving down tonight, listening to Casey Stearns and, and Brad Lidge just absolutely lose their mind about what uh, Tampa Bay did. And Casey Stearns said, if you think this is a good trade from the Rays, you just you need to go check yourself into therapy. He goes, You just this isn't good for the Rays at all. They're a World Series team. You have a Cy Young Award winner under control for three years. If you want to have this trade talk, then you do it in a year and a half. There was no rush to move them tonight. And uh, and he goes, he unloaded them. But from San Diego's perspective, Dave, I, I sure, we're all excited about Patino. Yeah, well, but he goes to the American League East. We're yeah. not going to see him. No, you're not going to see him. All I'm going to say is for the Rays, okay? 
Uh-huh. And the history with the Rays is this. The Rays, when you talk about small market, I mean, they're as small market as you fucking get, right? Well, then, yeah. They, I mean, they, they get fucked. I mean, they don't belong in Tampa. There's never no. been any kind of fan support, which is really sad because for what they've had, they've done a really good job with sure. Andrew Friedman and the person that, that runs it now that I'm drawing a blank on. But they did a thing on MLB Network today about the Rays winning as pitchers of all time. Mm-hmm. And it was James Shields as number I'll, one. I'll, yeah. And it's David Price. And Gosh. it's like Alex Cobb. And it's Chris Archer. Yeah. And it's all these guys. I can name 10 of them because they showed 10 of them. All these guys they traded before like the age of 30. Yeah. And they go, this is what the Rays do. And you sit there and you go, as a fan, yeah, it fucking really sucks. Especially the fact you were in the World Series and Blake Snow won the Cy Young in 2018. Yeah. So go, yeah, it, it sucks. But this is their their history. Now, at the same time... If Snell ends up being the guy that we all think he is, we're going great. But he went in 18 Snell, or 19? He went in 18. 18, okay. Okay, so, and then if Snell ends up being like the Chris Archer deal, where, the, you know, the Pittsburgh deal, like, mm-hmm. oh, man, what the fuck? And you end up with Glass now, and you end up with Austin Meadows. Yeah, the Rays fucked him. You know, fucked yeah. the Pirates. But that's not what you're hoping for. I, mm-hmm. As as much as I give shit, I'd completely fuck around on Twitter. If you're listening to this right now, I know a lot of you are the same people. I 100% love this trade. Yeah. I think it's a great deal. You got Blake fucking Snell. Right. It's a big goddamn deal. Yeah, and, and you needed to. Now, this so that deal goes down last night, Dave, and it's the same thing, right? The, the, the deal where you go, wow, we're going to watch Patino. We'll see what he does. But I sure don't feel the way I did the night you traded Trey Turner. For Will Myers. Yeah, you love Trey Turner. I did. And we were on the air the next day and said, man, I don't like that. I liked all the other deals. Uh, even when Max Fried went out the door and others, I, I didn't complain. I didn't like the Trey Turner. Lopatino was able to see him at Elsinore a couple times. Super fun. But you're right. You need an established guy so then you go get it. But goddamn, Dave, right now they are doing what this team does, which is wild. And they've done it a handful of different times, including when they did it at the trade deadline. Yeah. These goddamn guys are never saddled, uh, satisfied with one move. They got to go out and make six. And it's always around this time of year where they go like crazy, right? Yeah, they do, or they, the trade deadline. Yeah, they, they, but they, they go crazy in, in December. Like yeah. you can see everyone is kind of taking baby steps, not sure what the season's sure. going to be, what kind of money is going to be working out for most teams. Like even the teams you think would be aggressive, when it even yeah. comes to resigning your own guys, like a DJ LeMahieu or Justin Turner, everybody's moving so slow, and the Padres go, fuck it. We're going for it. We're going for it. And, I- and you, you got to give them credit to say, number one, they're going for it. Two is, again, you got you were one of the guys that gave me shit too, but come on, remember when I said it's time to demand more? They're giving, oh, yeah. you, they're giving you more. They're giving you it- more. And I think this is all about Pete Seidler telling Ron that you dragged your feet for years, and I'm the fucking man. I'm the man. <laughs> I think he. Uh, I think what he did was very similar to 48 Hours. Remember when uh, Reggie put yeah. that cowboy hat on? Yeah. Said there's a new sheriff in town. That's it. That's I think, Pete. I think Pete took Paddock's cowboy hat, walked right into Ron's office, and said, "Time up." <laughs> Time up. Shuffle. Beat it. Get out of here. Help yourself to one of those goddamn 500 Trevor Hoffman bobbleheads on your way out. And we'll forward your mail. Out you go. Come on, scoot. Um, the, the Darvish thing. Yes. Then you see the Darvish deal. And it's so funny because this is the reaction of every Padre fan and myself. 
You look at it and you go, okay, Zach Davies is out. All right, he was here for one year. Yeah, out he goes. Shame. I mean, we love Zach Davies. He was great for the Padres. Sure, we loved him. Sure, and and four guys, Dave, legit. I've never heard of. Good. Fuck off. <laughs> and I heard that tonight on MLB Radio again, and they're yeah. like, "How does Preller keep doing this? Yeah. How do you?" And now you're hearing the Cubs are kicking money in. Yeah. And, and so the first thing you heard was. Lament has got to be fucked. That's what everybody feels, that right? Funny? That we're waiting to hear the bad news for Lament. Well, I don't, I don't blame any of you yeah. for feeling And I that hope way. that's not the case Me also. Me too. But then you go, damn, look at this rotation in 2022. Where you go, Snell, Darvish, Clevenger, Lament. Where's Maury Hone? Where, you know, Weathers, Gore, yeah. Paddock. Yeah, I was waiting for you to get to Paddock. You're, you're loaded on all that. And then I think, Dave, this is the thing that kind of ties it all together. I think what is the most stunning for a lot of us, and I'll just say for myself and a couple of friends, I, I, there's never been a time in my 40 years of being a Padre fan where they were just all in, where they were just all in and just going for it. And a friend of mine said to me tonight, called me, our buddy Aaron, Call me and goes, dude. So what about Trevor Bauer? And I go, could you can you really say they're not in right? I mean, maybe they're not. Yeah. But can you really right now no. be a hundred percent? You never know. It's a wild card. Can you a hundred percent be convinced they're not in? No. And so if he goes to the Angels or whatever, you go all right. But going out and getting Darvish, going out and getting Blake Snell, I love it. Yeah, and not Honestly, having I do not having to give up Abrams. You know, my Connor said to me tonight, well, I was really hoping uh, Robert Hassel was going to be. I go, shut the fuck up. Robert Hassel for Darvish? I go, you're not, you're not doing that. Yeah, number one, I, I, I do like Robert Hassel a lot. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. He's saying yeah. from a Cubs perspective, oh. he was hoping. I go, no, stop. I go, uh, but you know, you read a little bit on yeah. the four kids they got. And you go, and then the. Well, let me ask you. Let's stop right there sure. for a second. Okay, so let's say you see this trade and it comes down. Because we knew for about 12 hours that you Darvish's name was final stage mm -hmm. of talks. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like Snow hasn't even been here 12 hours. Yeah. And then you're going, okay. And then you start thinking in your mind, who's going? So yeah. in your mind, as a Padre fan, if they would have told you it's going to have to include Will Myers, would, would you go, oh, fuck it, I'm out? No. Okay. If they would have said it includes Paddock, would you say, fuck it, I'm no, out? No. Not at all. Okay. So in your mind, you're thinking, I'm guessing what you're thinking. You tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. You're thinking, man, I would love to have you, Darvish. I just really hope we can keep Gore and CJ Abrams. Yeah. I mean. Right? Everyone I, else, go ahead. I, I followed AC all day. So I saw two different friends tell me this was, they blamed AC for this, but I, I couldn't see where Kevin wrote it. I'm just telling you what I heard. One friend said that he had heard the deal was Cronenworth, Camposano. I saw that too. Where was I don't that? know where I, I don't know where I saw it, but I, I saw that too. And and like somebody else yeah. was, and you go what? And you go no, God, no, you're not doing that. Maury Hone may have been like one, and, you heard Contreras is one of the guys coming back too, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you get Darvish's catcher, you go all right, hey, whatever works, but. This was this was just kind of, and again, Dennis Lynn, yeah. kudos to him, man. What a couple of days Dennis has had on that beat. Really kind of gave a whooping to everybody else in town, just being candid. Yeah. But um, just kind of looking at that deal and going, where do we go? AC wrote, 
So they signed the second baseman today, which really was fascinating. Uh, that's that. Okay. Ha, let's see if I get this right. Is it Ha Sung Kim? Yeah, I believe okay. so. Yeah. Sorry if I did it wrong. He's 25 years old. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. You said second baseman. I immediately thought second baseman. That's what Joel Sherman wrote today from the New York Post, and when that you he'll play at, second. Yeah, and you look it up. He's only been a third baseman and a shortstop his whole career. Never played on that side of the infield, but whatever. So, in my mind, okay, he's your second baseman. Does mm -hmm. that mean Will Myers is the only guy that can go? Did they plan on trading Will to create a space for Cronenworth to play the outfield? No. What, what Joel Sherman wrote from MLB Network is that Cronenworth is going to left. So what about Tommy Pham? You just exactly. extended him. But you just extended him. Uh, no, you tendered him. You tendered him. Yeah. Basically, you you, you said you're going to be on the team. Yeah, but you can tender him. But why? Him. Well, I, I think you tender him right now and you go because you don't know if you're going to get this guy. So you tender him and now all of a sudden Tommy Pham. I, I mean, I would think. But then Kevin Ac writes tonight, Dave, Cronenworth not going to the outfield. Now, you <laughs> That's can, a hell of a shift. Now, you could say yes. AC doesn't know this or that, whatever. I wonder this, man. Could Hosmer be on the move? Because I've said the one thing that they've talked about is, look, as crazy as they've been, they don't. there has to be a line at some point. No matter how much the Cubs are taking in, that's $60 million tonight you've yeah. added, right? You're taking on Blake Snell at 11. Remember when we heard they had $25 million? You still don't have a closer yep. Yep. unless you're planning on going with Pomeranz. And again, Pete Seidler's been all in. But at some point, you got to think that some of this money's coming off. Hosmer's got two more years at 23, and then that contract for the final three years drops to 13 a year. Could Hosmer be a guy on the move? Where you could then slide Cronenworth over to first yeah. and, and go from there. I'm, I mean, I guess Myers could be on the move too. I guess Pham could be on the move. But when you look at the guys, Dave, making the money that you go, okay, we got to try to offset the, I mean, it's 11, it's 20 for Darvish, and then another seven for Kim. I mean, you had almost $40 million today, you know and you still haven't addressed... You're closer. Yeah. Well, that's true. I, you know, when I'm looking at, yeah, the the, the closer thing, I, I think they feel they're going to be okay one way or another, right? I mean, because, as, as you said, Pomerantz can do it. Also, I thought they were grooming Trey Wingeter, who's coming back. To, well, and you to also have Pagan, who we forget about, who yeah, had 20 saves. Right. Boy, they love trading with Tampa. It's true. He had 20 yeah. saves with, uh, with the Rays in 2019. That's true. And then you got, of course, you've got Guerra too. It's what I was looking at their lineup as you were talking. Let's say you did that move, where Hosmer was one of the guys that was traded. It leaves you with only two left-handed bats in your lineup. If you I'm have not mistaken. to go get a left-handed bat, yeah. don't you? Yeah, it only leaves you with Cronenworth and Grisham as your left-handed bats. Yeah, that's a heavy right-handed lineup, big time. So I don't know, but the deal is, goddamn, is there a more exciting off-season team than oh, this never. team? Oh, never. No, no, these guys are the guys. I mean, they've been this way for for a really long time. I, again, man, I, I think it's fantastic. Looking at it for right now, you go, that's great. Does it scare you? And, it, you know, I know you're going to rip me for saying I'm negative here, but does this part scare you saying when you look at the ages and when contracts sure. expire that this is short-term for the Padres, that they're just trying to get that one World Series to get it out of the way? I, I, I've had friends within the organization say, that in the baseball ops department, 
when you move some of the guys that you move today, and, and I'm not talking necessarily about Patino, but I remember having this conversation when Taylor Trammell was traded. Yeah. That you're here because you can find me two more Taylor Trammells, and maybe that's Cole Wilcox and Blake Hunt, right? Again, Patino's top, whatever, 30 prospect in baseball. But that's the difference that we didn't have as much as I loved him. You never had that in the Kevin Towers era where you go, yeah, we're just consistently loading up the farm system and you didn't give up Abrams today or Maury Hone or Gore uh, or Hassel, any of these guys, and you get two front of the rotation starters and you're 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 gonna have Clevenger back and you're gonna have Lamette back. So it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it is. If uh you know what kinda made me laugh a little bit was when we were trying to figure out when the Padres were going to be good for years, you know, sure. when are they going to be a team that competes for a World Series? We used to have this topic all the time. And people would always say 2018, 2019. Nobody wanted to look that far ahead. Yeah. I, I think I said 2023 is when they win the World Series. 2023 would be when Pretty Gore, wild. when Gore should be up here as a dominating guy is what I always said. Whenever yeah. Gore is that dominating guy, that's when this team's ready to go. Patino, it, it, for me, uh, honestly, uh, uh, again, I'll say it a hundred times. I love the Snell move. I yeah. really was hoping to see Patino and Gore for 15 years. Yeah, sure. But but if you're going to get that guy that you're controlling for three years and 30, man, you're not getting him for Joey Lucchese. No. You're not getting and, Is that funny? Lucchese's name's nowhere yeah. in, in any conversation ever. Yeah. And, and look, he unloaded Mejia. So we don't have to work, yeah. you know, try to figure that shit and out speaking anymore. Speaking about prospects with Mejia, he was number eleven. He was the number eleventh prospect in all the major league, in all minor league baseball. So fuck now, that. Yeah. I mean, you traded Hand and Simber for him. Yeah. And he was a bust. He was a bust in Cleveland. He's a bust here. Yeah. And that was the funny thing too. Like I said, just because I like hearing the national perspective, right? Yeah. From a local perspective, we're always going to spin it in the pod's favor, but. Uh, listen to MLB radio today. They go, Francisco Mejia, he's one team away from being Todd Zeal. How many teams is that sure. guy going to be sure. before he finds his way? Yeah, That's nothing to be excited about for Tampa. And they just said, they go, man, you're putting it all right now on Patino. You're just putting it all on because, yeah, you got glass now. Yeah. But well, Charlie, Charlie seven, Morton's gone. He's gone. They're saying he's the seventh guy right now. He, like, if they, they rank their starting pitchers, that he'd be number seven trying to get into the rotation. Wow. Well, Like, they feel they're that deep. All right. Uh, and you go, all right. But I just, I dig it, man. It's it's super exciting. It is exciting. And I'm going I'm to put a Twitter poll up tonight. And it's a simple question, and I'm actually going to leave one guy out. Now, I'm just I'm just going to make it three guys. Who was the greatest owner in San Diego sports history? And I'm I'm going to put three guys because I'm just curious to see how the vote goes. I'm going to put Pete Seidler. I'm going to put. He's <laughs> been owner for three weeks. Yeah. No, but you know, Pete's been there. Yeah, Pete but, was yeah, always the main money but he, guy. But he wasn't recognized as the owner, but yes, okay. Pete was always the number one money guy. So I could go Seidler Fowler. Okay. I mean, if you want. Seidler will win this already. I don't even know your next two guys. I was just going to put John Moores, okay. and then I was just going to put Gene Klein. Okay. But fucking Gene, Gene Klein's not going to get any votes, right? Should I put Dean in there just for fun? <laughs> no, don't do that. Sterling? 
Don't do that. Should I just load it so it's The just... only guy that's going to say Gene Klein is going to be Canapa. Oh, he was so good. <laughs> hey, he, hey, whiffed on Fred Dean. I'll give you that. Whiffed on Big Hands. Hey, look Hey, look what he did. He got Wes Chandler here for JJ. JJ was never the same. <laughs> Drafted Tommy Nettles. That fucking guy told me to move yesterday. He did? He goes, I never understood why you just didn't move. That's what he wrote to me. I'm like, dude, we've known each other 30 years. Don't be the, that guy. Calm down. Jesus. Go, calm down. Sorry, I don't have a Helen Reddy reference to write back with. Yeah. Sorry, I don't have a Battle of Bighorn or a bike lane. Sorry, I don't have a bike. Yeah. No, I mean, Pete Seidler has come in here and yeah. by head and shoulders. Fuck yeah. He is clearly... The greatest owner in the history of San Diego sports. Yeah. Bar none. Right now, people love him. Absolutely. But and they, they should. They should. There, there's not. Look, I could go back to 2015 sure. and tell you, what the fuck are you doing with Matt Kemp? What the fuck are you doing? You know, so right. I, could, I can name. With the Uptons. With all of them. Justin, Shields. all that shit. What are you doing? Will Middlebrook's worked up. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> but with Derek this, Norris. These, these yeah. guys, I don't have an argument. I don't have an argument with any one of these. How can you ever have an argument when a team's fucking going for it? Darvish looked so fucking good last year. And, yeah. I, and I said it. I go, I, as a Dodger fan, I said I'd be 100% fine if they traded back for him. Yeah. That's how good he was last year. And, and I was saying, that whoever gets them, man, they're going to win. The guy almost won the Cy Young last year. Yeah. It, uh, look, when, when you go out and you get impact guys and you haven't had them, you know, mortgage the future to do yeah. it. I don't know how it plays out, but you just go, God damn, I appreciate you putting the chips in, man. Nobody's done it before you. Yeah. Not at this level. True. Not consistently. John didn't, John and Larry didn't do it like this. They got 98, they got Prop C, and then guys started being shown the door, including Kevin Brown. Yeah. And Caminetti, Finley, whatever. Those guys were out the door, and it wasn't the same. Morad couldn't hang, so... What what Seidler has done consistently, and if you heard the interview with Darren last week, God, he's just so excited. He's just so excited. And, Dave, the other thing is they haven't even got to Tatis yet. No, they haven't gotten to Tatis yet. And this is the kind of thing that will keep Tatis very happy to go, this is awesome. This is great what they're doing right here. Yeah, and that that's what you heard. They had uh, Drew Pomeranz was on Sirius XM. Yeah. And he goes, man, this is unbelievable to be a part of. That's cool. Because every move being made, we're in on. That's really so cool. So we're just in on. So I don't know. So let me ask you, do you still feel, a couple of weeks ago you came out and you said you're 100% fine if they get rid of Paddock. Are you still in that that mode of saying, hey, if Paddock's not on this team next year, I'm fine? Yeah, I don't think he goes anywhere, though, now. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's asking. What about uh, Fam? If he's not on this team, are you fine? Yeah. If Will Myers isn't on this team, are you fine? Yeah, I mean, okay. because Myers right now, look, Myers is two years, $40 million, and he's not going to be here after that. Oh, the other guy who that deal was, uh, remember, I, they had Ona in that deal, Cronenworth yeah. in that deal, Camposano, it was all crazy. So I don't know who the outfielders are coming up, but Myers is two more years, and then his time here is done. Yeah. Right? No, he's, he's not going to be another, he's not a five-year guy. So he's 21 and he's 22. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, if, if Myers goes, if Hosmer goes, if Pham goes, yeah. Because I don't look at any one of those three guys as a huge part of the next 10 years of this team. Yep. 
But for Paddock, at this point now, Dave, if you go, it's Snell, Darvish, Lamette, right? And then all of a sudden you go, no, is Paddock your four? Is Gore, Morihone, Weathers in that mix? Is Lamette your two and Darvish is your three? Holy shit. Like, so I just think the the expectations for Paddock change a lot. Yeah. And if you're going to keep him here as the four, maybe the five, I'm fine with that completely. You know, the deal is, as you said, this team is ready to compete right now. When you look at the ages of this team, yeah. it's, um, they're in pretty good shape as far as the, those prime years. You know, your catcher, Nola's 31, Hosmer's 31, Cronenworth's 27, Machado's yeah. 29. Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be 22 in a week. Unbelievable. In a week. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking insane that this guy's born in 99. But when you talk about guys who are old, they really don't have old guys. The U Darvish no. deal, he, he's 35 right now. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's a little bit older. But guess what? He he played so well last year compared to the way he's played the yeah. last two years before that and the injuries and all the shit that happened. Yep. If he can stay healthy, man, and he has seven pitches, yeah. fuck, dude. Darvish is, is nasty as hell when he's on. Yeah, I mean... I it, it's a pretty bold comparison, but remember Greg Maddox, there's just certain guys that can keep pitching after 35 Yeah, and are crafty. Um, are you surprised the Cubs wouldn't ask for, for Paddock in that deal today? No, I think a lot of people aren't sold on Paddock right now. I think if you watched Paddock, number one, in the last two years, he doesn't do well against good teams. He hasn't yeah. done well against good teams. And two, last year was a fucking disaster. Surprised Tampa didn't And so, that? I don't know. Maybe they, they didn't. Maybe, you know, again, there are times guys see something, they go, we can fix this guy. You know, yeah. teams like, that have faith in the organizations go, we can fix a guy or go, that guy's just not that good. He's he's Milwaukee Brewers good or he's Pittsburgh Pirates good. He's I'm not saying the Padres good. I'm like, surprised Tampa wouldn't ask for him and where you go, look, you had a 60-game season, kind of a weird summer camp, the whole thing. Yeah, we'll steal that kid unless he wasn't available. I, what, what I find fascinating to me is that there are three uh, above-average teams in, in the National League. What I mean is, like, everyone else is, might be good. These three teams are great. Yeah. Okay? It's the same two in the same division. Yeah. The Dodgers, Padres, and Braves are head yeah. and shoulders to me above every other team in the National League. Not even close. Did you read Buster Olney's column no. about the Giants? No. Holy cow. I wonder how many people realize this. Jim Bettencourt going to drive right off the road. Is he a Giants fan? Huge Giants fan. Jim, listen to this about your Giants. They have set themselves up, Dave, where right now on the books for 2021, just they have basically about $120 million on the payroll. For 2022, in the year that Lindor and all these other guys become free agents, some really big impact guys, the Giants drop a hundred million off of that. Holy cow! The, and in twenty twenty three, right now, according to Buster Olney, they have five million on the books. Wow, hundred million after this year comes yeah. off the books. And, that must uh, be uh, Longoria's contract. The, the Longoria and I think some of the pitchers, right? Like yeah. some of those guys. They got a lot of shitheads making a lot of money. Brandon Belt makes a shitload of money. Brandon Belt and probably Crawford, uh, Cueto. Yeah, Cueto right? makes a ton of money. You know. Well, and that's what they were freaking out about tonight on MLB. Uh, Calvin, uh, what's it, or, or Gossam, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Kev Gossam, yeah, twenty million dollars up there, yeah, and and Snell's eleven. Yeah, you could trade that guy at the trade deadline if he plays like he it. did last year. I got it, but they're just saying you got Snell for eleven and yeah. Gossam's twenty. But yeah. 
But yeah, he I think he's off the books like they're at one somewhere around 120, 125. And for 22, they drop to 25. And then for 23, they dropped to five. Wow. And they're reloading their farm system. And they said, ultimately, the team that could come out the best out of this whole thing is the Giants. Fantastic ownership. Yeah. Solid fan base. New front office. New front office, right? Very analytics heavy. Coming from Friedman. And I think, where else? Where had uh, had that? Had he been with the A's? Had he been working with Billy Bean before he came down here? You know what? I don't know. I just knew he was a Friedman guy. He was Friedman's right-hand guy. Yeah. But... Um. Yeah. Good. Good media yeah. market with KNBR and and Comcast. Like yeah. they've got money, fans, the whole thing. But they said, man, if you're a Giants fan, look out because they're getting ready to make another run. That is something else. That, Which that, would be exciting, right? Well, it's exciting because, as you said, it's only a few years away. And and if you go, well, what was the team in the last decade? It was the Giants. Sure. They won three World Series. You go, it's the Giants. How well they did. That's uh, that's awesome. I um, I, you know, I'm not a Giants fan, but. I'm close to Casey Schmidt, who was their second-round pick, third baseman from San Diego State. I said to him, you go to the Giants, Longoria is going to be done around yeah. the time they're expecting you to step in and be the third baseman. That'd be perfect for him. Wouldn't that be amazing? That so, uh, Here you go. Kyle Glazer tonight on Twitter. Padres acquired Blake Snell and Hugh Darvish while keeping six of their top seven prospects entering the day, all of whom will likely be on the 2021 Baseball America Top 100 list. Wow. Um. Uh, another tweet tonight. My initial reaction to the Darvish trade: Cleveland is going to have a really tough time getting any semblance of value for Lindor. Yeah, you well, believe that? I, I do because right now you're looking at a guy who's going to be a free agent in a year, unless you're going to pull a Mookie Betts kind of deal where we're going to trade for him and then hopefully have the guarantee that we can sign him for ten years. He's coming out at the worst time, man. He's going against yeah. Seager and Story, and I mean all those guys. Yeah, all, five major shortstops are all free agents at the same time, and that's what they're saying. When the Giants, uh, how about Steve Cohen tonight, the owner of the Mets, on Twitter? Hey, give the Padres credit; they had a top five farm system that gave them flexibility to trade for Snell. Yeah. Newsflash: the Mets farm system needs to be replenished. That's from Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, who wrote that tonight. So, you know, so and, and look, if you're a Padre farm system freak. Because I know a lot of you, let's be honest, that's all you had to hang on to for yeah. a number of years. Don't freak out that they went from number one or two to number 15. Who gives a shit? Nobody. This team is ready to go right now. Steve Wood said something that I, I couldn't agree with more today. When he made the comment, as a guy who grew up as a Yankee fan, he goes, I never paid attention to the farm system. No. I knew we we're going to go out and get the best players. And, and that's exactly what the Yankees always did. And for the Padres right now, None of these guys who are in your starting gate are homegrown guys. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Yeah. Whoever wins are the guys who are wearing that Padre uniform. Don't freak out that they weren't in Lake Elsinore. Before you added Darvish tonight, uh, again, from Buster earlier today, San Diego's rotation in 22, uh, 2022 could look like this. Snell, Lamette, Clevenger, Paddock, Gore, all for $28 million. Yeah, great. I, I mean, you had Darvish tonight, so it goes up a little bit. But absolutely unbelievable. If yeah. you're a Cubs fan, honestly, I mean, you're looking at a team that's in a major market, huge fan base. Yeah. And you have thrown the towel in the last three years, basically. And you have no, no, basically no timetable of when man. it's going to get better. Yeah. How you look at that tonight. And you got the White Sox across the way who are maybe the most exciting team in the American League along with the Padres. Yeah, absolutely. And you just go, but yeah, if you're, um, 
if you're a Cubs fan, I mean, you got it. You got it in 2016, and maybe you sit there and you feel like, hey, we're good to go. We've got, uh, you know, we've got Jed and we've got Jason McLeod and those kind of guys. But all of a sudden, you go, man, where are we? So, all right, Dave, uh, this is what I was referencing, the column. Uh, Buster Posey, Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford will be in their final years of their contract. Evan Longoria under contract for 2022 for a club option set for 2023. In 2021, the Giants have $120 million on the books. 2022, that drops to $28 million, including option buyouts. 2023, $5 million on the books in the buyout of Longoria's deal. Wow. Farhan Sahidi has done That's just it. an unbelievable job and uh, and cleaned it out. So it says Yankees are obligated to play John Carlos Stanton and Garrett Cole about $65 million annually for years to come. Phillies have the Bryce Harper deal. Angels have Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon contracts. Giants, on the other hand, are positioned to shed all their big deals in the next two years. And this is happening coincidentally at the same time when MLB and the Players Association will be haggling over the next CBA. Uh, that's uh, what Buster Olney writes. But just kind of to give you an idea, as Dave mentioned, here are some of the names that are going to be available. Francisco Lindor, Corey Seager, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, Javi Baez, and maybe even Freddie Freeman, Noah Syndergaard, Jose Ramirez, Chris Bryant. They could all hit the open market. But for right now, the Giants are just going to kind of lay low, yeah. build from within, try to get more guys like they like they hit with Mikey Strzemski, and off you go. Pretty amazing. Pretty yeah. good job. Yeah, the National League West is uh, it's pretty outstanding, especially when you look at the teams in California. You know, you, obviously Arizona and Colorado are outside, but when you talk about the rivalry between the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres in there, it's pretty cool. I, this is exactly what I always hoped for as a baseball fan. Well, I really appreciate it because, as maybe some of you heard, uh, last Friday, last Thursday, I was on the COVID list. And, Dave, I didn't know. I was like, this is it. This is the end of the road. This is it. I'll actually walk you through it because this could be informative for anybody that gets this call. I got a call. And the call came in that uh, contract contact tracing they said, hey, we're just letting you know you may have been in contact uh, with somebody that tested positive for COVID. This is Christmas Eve. I go, what the fuck? I shouldn't have gone to Buffalo Wild Wings. I shouldn't have gone to Revolution, but you know, <laughs> you know how much I love Highlight. So this is just information what I was able to do on Christmas Eve. And if any of you get that call, uh, the first thing I did was I went online looking for COVID tests because you freak out. And man, there are a lot of people charging 150 and 180 and 200 bucks for same day tests. And Dave, I was ready to pay it. All of those places were sold out. And so I saved the money, but the San Diego, the County of San Diego has numerous sites around that are doing free testing. And so I was over in La Mesa at the time and right outside the front door of Vieja Serena, right across 55th, they have an area set up for the County of San Diego. So I went over Christmas Eve, three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, was no problem at all getting checked in. And I go in and the nurse is there and she said, uh, have you seen this before? 
And I go, I have. I go, is this the one where you put this 47 inches into my brain? She goes, no, actually, it's not bad at all. She goes, you do it yourself. And so they give you the cotton swab. And she said, I want you to just make sure the swab is all the way inserted in your right nostril and go one, two, three, three big circles. We're going to hold it there for 15 seconds. And then we'll jump over to the left nostril. We'll do the same thing. She goes, it's much less intrusive than the other one. I go, great. She bump your elbow in the left one? No. Just to make it jam it way up there? No, because she was too busy laughing because within two seconds of me putting the swab in, my eyes started watering. Oh, you puss. You need a tissue? And I'm dying laughing because a friend of mine's a doctor, and she had that cotton swab that goes 19 inches. Yeah. And I'm in there like you watching Stepmom. <laughs> but I, uh, Dave, no doubt, on Christmas Eve, I was in and out within yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, I've had it done. It's not bad. No, but no charge yeah. at all. Same thing. Yeah. I talked to the nurses. I said, look, I, at work, I have my temperature taken every day, twice a day. I'm careful, the whole thing. And they go, okay, it's two to four days. Now, the next day is Christmas Day. And it was just going to be me, my kids, and their mom. But her mom was going to come by and visit. Yeah. I've been in contact with them. So now immediately you're concerned about, have I you know, wiped out the whole family? Again, full credit to the county of San Diego. Christmas Eve, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I get an email. Uh, you're fine. Uh, no, no COVID. You're negative. And I just want to say thank you for everybody, man. I, uh, any of those people, Dave, and I, I hope somebody in this audience knows it, all of those people working Christmas Eve at San Diego State, there had to be 50 of them in there. Yeah. And all of those people, wherever they were on Christmas Day, churning through those tests, uh, God damn, man, just to get that peace of mind and know that you're cool. But for them to do it, sincerely, thank you for doing that. It was incredibly nice. I have uh, two nephews that got the shot. You oh, know? really? Okay. So they got the shot, and they were, they're, they're frontline workers or doctors. Yeah. So. They, uh, they they get the shot and they expected to maybe not feel good for a day or two. You know, okay. kind of like some people you get the flu shot, you don't feel good. Yeah. Both of them said no issue at all. They said they got the shot, said it was the exact same thing. They they both said that the arm was a little bit stiff, a little bit sore, kind of yeah. like you get a tetanus shot. Yeah. And uh, that that was it. That, that's all you got. So if you're, if you're Woods, you might have to play the stranger game, you know, for a yeah. day or two and go, hey, stranger, and go lefty. Yeah. But otherwise, you're... you're <laughs> Otherwise, you're, you're going to be fine. You're going to be absolutely fine. So they said that there was nothing that made them feel sick or ill. They said just Good. a sore arm. That was it. Uh, one not, quick thing. Not, I, not, not too bad. One quick thing. Are you lined up for that vaccine whenever it circles around to us? Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't, No, but I'm saying will you go get it? Of course I would. Yeah. They say you can't get on an airplane unless you get it. So here's the deal with me. Obviously, I, I coach in a school district. So yeah. I have to go get a test uh, next week. It's part of the school district deal. So where do you go? Um, in the past, I just went down to, I told you, the amphitheater. Where you, you know, the, where oh, it used the drive-thru. Yeah, the drive-thru. It took, took five minutes. But do it was they this, do that 40-inch swab? No, no, do the same exact one you had. Yeah, it's perfect. And right? they're, they're all over the place. You know, as, as Jeff is right, there's a bunch of places that will do it for free. You're crazy if you're paying 200 bucks, same day. Yeah. Um, but again, it wasn't a big deal. I have to go get go get it done, I think, between the second and the fourth next week. Okay. Um, but because I'm around kids, because yeah. they're, they're going to open it up where they're going to let me start coaching uh, high school kids again, 
that I wonder if they pushed the shot through to me because of that. So I have no idea. But would yeah. I would I 100% I'd get the goddamn shot. We got to go. The flu is 45% successful. This is over 95% successful. Why wouldn't you do it? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, everybody, go ahead. Be, be, be afraid. You're, you're either going to be one of three people, right? You're going to yeah. be that guy that refuses to do it, the guy that does it. Or the guy that's going to wait for enough people to do it. You're going to go, well, if everyone else has it, there's yeah. no, I don't have to worry because I'll be fine. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy that I, I keep getting these videos. You don't want to be the guy laying on the floor in Walmart because they told me he couldn't be there without a mask. And Did you see the guy get the shit kicked out of him in the elevator? Oh, I've seen a bunch of guys get the shit kicked out of them. God <laughs> damn. I'm really loving these, these videos. Well, If you don't want to wear a mask and someone beats the dog shit out of you, I, I really enjoy it. I like that one, but the ones I'm seeing a lot more of recently are both men and women that are just absolute fucking hillbillies. Yeah. That are in some convenience store. They always look like they're in Circle K, and man, they drop that N-word like it's nothing. Yeah. And end this and end that, and then all of a sudden, some guy just loses it and just beats the shit out of them. Love it. I like that a lot. I, I like that a lot. Me too. Cause then they they're and I like it when they have glasses on because the glasses get all broken, and they just hey don't film this when they get up and they're trying to get their bearings, hey, their glasses this. are all crooked. Hey, don't film this. Yeah, I saw one girl who looked like she worked at uh like a like a makeup store or like a drug store, and she snuck up behind. She was kind of a short little stubby thing. And she snuck up behind this big, beautiful woman and pushed her. And the, the woman, the, the black woman, where I was like, I absolutely would have taken her to prom. Boy, <laughs> she went over and grabbed this little half pint and just, you know, ragdolled her. Yay! I like that one. And then all her friends are sitting there and she's trying to adjust her glasses and her hair gets all messed up. Turn that camera off. <laughs> like, you just got beat up. Tell me what to do. But, um, yeah. But the guys with the mask and then the people just dropping racial slurs, man. They, they, they all deserve it. Get that shit beat out of you. It's good. You know, here's something crazy. So we all know about the explosion in Nashville. Oh, my gosh. Ago. Right? Scary. So the explosion in Nashville goes down. I'm trying to find as much information as, as I can find because I know I know the street. I know yeah. the area. And people are, who are, know I have family back there, your mom and your sister are okay. And I'm like, they live 10 minutes from there by freeway. They're, they're yeah. fine. They're fine. And uh, right away, million stores, Muslim. Muslim, Muslim. Of course. You know? Right. You see that? Yeah. But yeah. when it comes out, it was some white trash hillbilly wearing yeah. a Trump 2020 hat. Yeah. You know? Oh, everybody's super quiet. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Kind of weird how it went that way. But it, all of a sudden, everyone's so quick to point the finger with no evidence at all. No. It had to be a Muslim. Yeah. Whole thing. Was that, Dave, where that happened? It's near on Broad Broadway. Right off of Broadway. I know Broadway. Yeah. But I feel like it's at the end down by like where the Hard Rock Hotel used to be, which is like if you were if you're standing at the opposite end of Broadway from like Tootsie's and Bridgestone on the Tootsie's side. But that big brick building to yeah. me looked like the old Hard Rock Hotel, because as you came right out from there, you would look across at whatever the Titans field is. Yeah, right. Nissan like, Stadium. Yeah. Nissan Stadium. And I looked and I go, God damn, we hung out. Yeah, it was right in that area. It was yeah. right. It was right. Right by BB King's. Yeah, it was very yeah. strange. The whole thing was was strange. And some of those buildings, oh gosh, no big deal. Just a bunch of brick. 
a lot of those buildings are historic as shit, and they're like 200 years old. I mean, it, what is a big deal? If any time there's an explosion or you feel like a terrorist act, you go, this is a big deal, man. Yeah. It's a, the whole thing kind of kind of sucked all the way around, but it didn't get a, a lot of publicity. Obviously, it was a major holiday going on, but man, are people quick to point the finger on what they want to believe it is instead of actually just waiting for the facts to come out of what it actually was. So it was uh, it, it was interesting. Well, when we get into the five questions, I'll ask you about Christmas and everything else. But I tell you what, it's uh, an exciting day. If you're a baseball fan, man, it is an exciting time, and I have a feeling we aren't done. We're going to be talking about the Padres before opening day again. There are going to be some new guys added to this team. So very exciting time to be a Padre fan. Hey, well, one yeah. one thing. I just want to mention this real quick because you, you brought up Steve Woods, and I just I wanted to say this real quick. Seven years ago today is the day we lost Lauren Ancaro. Yeah. And uh, he was such a good guy. You and I knew him from our time at KFMB. It's, it's really pretty amazing. Steve never knew his father-in-law. Yeah. But we knew him. But I mentioned uh, last night I'm out having beers with Katie and Julie. Yeah. And we're at, this, we're at Julie's hotel. There's a great fire pit and... The people kind of diagonal from us. We could not figure out how to turn this goddamn fire pit on. <laughs> and so the people kind of diagonal kept helping us, and they were incredibly nice. And so uh, I went over, and I, I just thanked them, and they said, oh, you know, are you guys local? And I do it all the time just to embarrass Julie and to embarrass Katie. I said, well, I said, I won a contest, and I got to hang out. That's Katie Temple who's been on Channel 8, and that's Julie Brownman, who used to be on Channel 10. Oh, good for you. <laughs> and then, uh, so I love it. Julie and Katie can't hear a thing. And son of a gun, Dave, if the one lady says, she goes, man, you know who I miss in this town? She said, I miss Lauren Ankara. Oh, wow. And I sent Steve a message about it today. I said, you know what? I knew him. And he's better than you would have even imagined. And they said, yeah, we sure miss him. And I had no idea... That today was the seven-year anniversary of his passing. Oh, but wow. uh, I'm thinking about Hannah and Hannah's mom, Susie, tonight, Hannah's brother, Graham. But Bo and Taylor, who won't get a chance to know their grandfather, what an amazing guy he was. And for Steve, because, you know, Dave, you had a great father-in-law. I have a great father-in-law. But, man, Lauren was something special in this town. And, and he would have got a huge kick out of Woods. Uh, not sure he would have liked him. But I'm not he would, sure either. No, he probably wouldn't. Um, but overall, you know, he would have taken the high road. And then when Steve left, he probably would have, you know, said, what the fuck? Yeah, the best she could do. Jesus Christ, she's gorgeous. What's she, what's she doing here? What happened to that Robbie Erland guy? Where'd he go? Did Woods win a contest? He won the raffle. And, uh, but yeah, I just thought, that was, what's the matter with you? What's the matter what with you? Me? You jumped right in. God damn. He could have played that for her. And now he can't. Guy, he's so mad. So busy doing that end of year show he's been promoting for nine days. We're sleeping in that day. Yeah, Lauren did such a good job in his garden. Steve can't even lay in a fucking hammock. Jesus Christ. You son of a bitch. It almost killed him. Wrecked him. It almost killed him. Lauren's out there planting cactus, tomatoes, basil, oregano. Steve can't even take a nap. Put himself right into a coma. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Hey, you want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor Bay Pools. Again, Alan Taylor is the guy that wants to build that perfect pool for you going into 2021. Make sure you give Alan Taylor a call. 
He's been in business almost 25 years. Again, tailor-made pools. They have everything you possibly need. Give Alan an idea of what you're thinking about or what you want. He'll show you exactly what it's going to look like with the 3D design virtual tours. Again, Alan Taylor, it's really easy. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Boy, oh boy, pouring rain today, but the uh, nice warm weather is coming. And the shutdown is going to be extended. We know that. Gavin Newsom's already said it's going to be shut down. So a lot of us, I'm actually working tomorrow, but then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm off. Well, you're not driving anywhere. Nobody wants to go to L.A. or Santa Barbara or Hamul. So wouldn't it be nice if you could just hang out in that pool? And man, oh man, uh, right now would be the perfect time to call TaylorMade Pools because, yeah, it's a little cold tonight, a little rainy, but what happens every year? We, we yep. have the good weather for now, and then it starts kind of heating up a little bit in May. You go, man, this is perfect. This is why we moved here. And then in June and July, we're like, what the, what the fuck is going on? Dagmar? Jesus! Okay, uncle! But you won't be like that if you have a tailor-made pool. If you're sitting out there drinking from the garden hose, <laughs> right? Getting uh, scabies, whatever you guys wish on Costa all the time. Well, that's your fault. But call Alan and Amy, tell them Happy New Year, Happy Canadian New Year. I don't know, when do, the, when do the Canadians celebrate New Year? I think when we do. Oh, okay, well, that's good for them. Call them, wish them a Happy Canadian New Year, and then get that goddamn new pool. You're going to love it. Dan Williams is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to figuring out your finances again. The beginning of the year, just a few days away. Make sure you call uh, Dan Williams and you figure everything out to try and move forward with no debt. And he, once you get out of debt, don't forget that you can get into the situation of buying your own home because you're going to be out of that rental market. What are you waiting for? Again, Dan Williams is the guy to help you figure out your finances. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Nothing better than being debt-free. And it's funny because uh, guess what happened yesterday, Dave? I was just driving around loving life. And the old uh, check engine light comes Fuck. on. The minute, uh, the minute uh, you uh. pay that car off. As soon as I paid it off. And then you go, uh, hey, let's go run the test. What is it? That's your catalytic converter. Oh, fantastic. How much is that? Well, if you lived in Arizona, you'd be out for about 150 bucks. But because we have the highest emission rates, uh, standards, uh, California, New York, it's probably about 1200 Oh, fuck. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, but, so you got to get it repaired. And I love, I talked to like three different mechanics, and, and they're all great. They're all like, hey, listen, your tags are fine. Your tags are paid through 2022. So the only time it would impact is if you had to get a smog, you can drive your car. But are you like me? They're completely freaked out when your check engine light's on, oh, yeah. right? Do if my air pressure light comes on, I freak oh, out. Oh, God damn, right, because I don't even know where the air goes on the tire. <laughs> what the hell does this do? I got to sell the car. I just push it over the side of the cliff. <laughs> um, but now that I have to get this repaired, uh, I can do it because I was lucky enough to get debt-free by reading Dan's book, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. And now as we go into the new year, not exactly what I wanted to do, but I have to to fix the car. And so, yeah, you're going to find yourself in those situations, right? Kids need braces. Uh, catalytic converter goes out on your car, all that shit. But ultimately, I'll fix the car. I'll pay it off. 
We'll be into 2021, and then financially, I'm still set up where I can buy a house. Yep. And and that's the most exciting thing. It is exciting. Yeah, do the same thing. Uh, don't have your check engine light come on, but call Dan and get your finances in order so that if you run into a situation like I did tonight, it still sucks, but it's not the end of the world. 858-688-6813. 2021. You plan on buying a house that year? Uh, that's what I'm hoping, oh, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah. really exciting. Right next door. Go ahead. All, All right. right. Make sure you put Christmas lights up. Oh, God, it's I will. It's a big damn deal the around here, The guy across the street, Santa, looked dead. <laughs> like, God damn, don't let any kids come by here. Pipe her down. Fuck, dude. <laughs> How about you unplug him at 8 in the morning and roll him up? Santa looks like he's just completely <laughs> passed out after a bender. <laughs> when you're ready to buy that home, do what Jeff's going to do. He's going to call Brian Curry. Brian Curry's going to make sure he's in the perfect neighborhood. We all know Jeff is a little bit picky, but more than 20 years, Brian Curry's a pro. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's going to put him in a perfect, great house in a great neighborhood with a great school district and make sure that the entire family is going to be happy when it's time to move in. Again, Brian Curry is the guy you want to talk because he's the best we know when it comes to real estate. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I learned a lot over the holidays, and one of the things I learned is City Heights is shit. It is. I'm sorry, Larry and others. But I don't think any of you are on house arrest there. If you live in City Heights, get out of City Heights. There's always something going on in that town where you're like... Somebody always gets hit, hit by a car all the time. Hit by a car. <laughs> and, God, you drive around, you put that scanner on, it's the greatest. And there's always DV. Somebody's punching somebody. The one the other night was uh, Christmas night. My kids and I are driving around. I'm like, let's just see what's going on, right? We've had a great day. Uh RP, which I learned is reporting party, is mom, told daughter, put her stuff away, daughter slugged mom in the back of the head. <laughs> On Christmas. Guess where it was? Right in City Heights. Of course. Like, oh, shit. What the hell? She didn't want to hear any Mariah Carey, and she didn't want to hear any of mom's bullshit. So I'll move somewhere in this town, and I'll, I'll set up roots. But yeah, if you're living there in City Heights, don't worry about me and my two punk kids coming to town because we're not. <laughs> you got a better chance of Francisco Mejia moving into town than me. Not going to happen. But all around throughout, whether it was uh, Del Cerro, San Carlos, uh, La Mesa, wherever you want to be, man, Brian Curry can help you get there. And he's going to ask the questions you need to know the answers to. So that when you sign the papers and you get the key, it's the best day of your life. Absolutely. Look, when it's time to find that perfect website, you need someone to fix the website that's not working for you right now. Kyle Fluger is your guy. Kyle right now already owns the rights to what the fuck happened to my cubs.com. <laughs> so that's out. But otherwise, he can make sure that you're going to leave a happy customer. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Boy, we sure learned, didn't we, over the holidays and really over the last six to eight months, just how important a good website could be, yep. whether it's our own personal website or one we're making purchases from. And I tell you, I saw so many people losing their mind. My package isn't here. All right, well, there's 3,000 fucking people that got COVID today. Okay? Sorry that your best of Jim Stafford CD didn't show up. <laughs> this is, oh, sorry, check that package just showed up nobody cared the first time why do we care now asshole but if you have a website 
where people are making purchases. God damn, people can't wait to complain. So make sure your website's up to par because uh, nobody's their bigger critic than you are. Check it out, and if not, give Kyle a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. All right, here we go. We're going December 28th. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to start off with a guy who passed away, Stan Lee. Stan Lee would have been 100. 98. Oh! 98. I'm pretty sure Stan was 98 yesterday. No kidding. Stan Lee is unbelievable amount of money because he's Marvel. Uh, I'm going to say Stan Lee is $500 million. Dude, that's what I said. I would have guessed $500 million too. It says $50 million. Oh, no way. He's got to be worth it. How about that? that? It said $50 million. What the fuck happened to Stan? I love that Stan puts himself in every Marvel. We were watching Avengers. We watched, uh, before coming down here tonight, we were watching my kids and I, that Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus bundle for 12 bucks is so great. And we just started watching, uh, it was pouring rain, and started watching the original Avengers. God damn, that movie is so funny and so good. Uh, but yeah, we love how Stan puts himself, just quick cameo in all of those. Really fun. Jake and I saw Stan Lee throw out a first pitch at a Dodger game. This is right before he, both of them passed, actually, I guess. So yeah. um, Stan throws out a pitch. It did it went like three feet. Of course, and he's Jake, 95. He was 96 at the time. But Jake's like... What the fuck? That's the worst throw I've ever seen. She's like screaming at him. And it's like, Stanley, everybody. I looked at Jake. Dude, that's like 95 years old. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Hey. I was like, stop giving him shit. And there's not one person in the crowd that fucking is taking your side in this one. Everyone yes. wants to beat the dog shit out of you. Sorry right that now. you're a DC Comics guy. Angry guy. <laughs> Nerd. All right. Next up, John Legend. John Legend. Uh, pretty talented dude, huh? Yeah. 46. 42. Ah. I think he's, I'm going to say 150 million. Says 75 million, half of that. God damn. I like John Legend. Yeah, I do too. Seems very likable. All right. Denzel Washington. I can't trust the guy wears Yankee hats and Dodger hats. It's too weird. I like Denzel. You do. Well, I knew him actually really well for about 10 years. When I covered the Laker games, he would talk to me every time I saw him. He was cool as could be. Who do you think he thought you were? <laughs> That's what Tom Cruise did. Tom Cruise yeah. thought I was somebody else. But yeah. Denzel knew who I was. When he wasn't there, his wife would always come up and give me a hug. We, literally for 10 years. Never got him on the show. Never got him on the show. Uh, Denzel Washington, 57. 66. God damn. How yeah. about that? I was way off on that. $200 million. $250 million. I like him too. Seth Myers. Seth Myers. Mm, 44 47 god that was my first and then i you got in my head uh i'm gonna say he's worth uh 21 million it says only 12 it says he only makes three million dollars a year doing that show yeah, doing come that on show. yeah you gotta make more than that that's what it says i looked it up it's it like makes austin hedges money yeah that's <laughs> dude mike greenberg makes more money than yeah. he does I don't believe that. All right, here we go. This one will be a little fun for you, I think. Gail King. Gail King. Interesting. 54. 66. No shit. Yep, same as Denzel. Um, I think she makes money because she's been on that Oprah payroll for a while and has kind of established herself over there at CBS. I'm going to say $30 million. Pretty close, 25 
All right. Okay, so here's the deal. You're Gail King. You have 25 million. When you and yeah. Oprah go out, do you still make her pick up the bill? Oh, come on. Uh, absolutely. Right? You go, Oprah, I make 25 million. Come I on. Say, I mean, I have 25 million. You make billions of dollars. Yeah. I'm not picking up shit. I'll buy it Olive Garden. <laughs> I'm not buying it Spago. No way. All right. Really one major question for you. So the okay. question is, how was your Christmas? Christmas was great. Um, we had a whole lot of fun because everybody was healthy. It yeah. was a thing. I, I, we, um, My kids, their mom, myself. I mean, it really went quick with just four weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But we had a bunch of different movies, right? Uh, Christmas Eve, Polar Express. Cool. Uh, my son and his mom made dinner, which was really I fun. Look good. And then, uh, and then, yeah, it cont- it continued today. Um, everything was great, and and we got a lot of fun things for for Jack and for Cade. Got some fun things for their mom. They were really nice, but. Uh, when I was in Toronto uh, about 18 months ago, I was hanging out at my pal Joe Carlo's office, and I meet this dude, Fred. And Fred and I are just bullshitting, but he has this company called Overkill. And Overkill is really cool clothing line uh, based in Toronto. And the, like all their stuff is really nice. And so I said to Joe... I go, hey, man, I dig Overkill. Like, I like their stuff. She goes, oh, that's great. Don't worry about it. So next thing I know, a box shows up, and it's great because it's two hoodies for my kids. I go, did I say they like it? (laughs) So uh, they have a couple of Overkill hoodies, and I go, okay, interesting. And then I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just go to the the shop, and I'll pick one up uh, when I get back up. Well, then COVID shut down. And November rolls around. It's my kid's birthday. And I get a text. Hey, a box is on the way for the guys. I hope they like it. What is it? Two new overcoats hoodies. That's great. That looks like two and two to zero for the old man. And then uh, tonight, and, and she goes, well, which one do you like? Like, when you come up, I'll tell Fred. And I said, I like this one. It's really cool. But he's always sold out of it. She goes, oh, yeah, no worries. They're, they're coming back. They'll get them. And goddamn, we got a box today, and she sent one down. Cool. And uh, it's like, Dave, you know, I was just saying to her, do you have, if, if, I, if we went out to your car right now, every guy has one. You have that one hoodie that's just in the back of the car, right, where no matter where you go, you just need one. Women have 25 different jackets, right? If it's rainy, it's cold, it's windy. Guys just have one. It's the go-to where it's at night, Padre game, or in pouring rain, you go, yeah, this is the one. I told her. I go, you fucking killed it. This is the one cool. that'll be there. So that was incredibly nice. But, yeah, I just uh, I think for this year, just everybody. And it was a little wild, man. Like, I, I felt like I was okay. But to have to go and do a COVID test and then get it come back the way it did on Christmas Day. It was cool. How was it for you guys? It was good. It was good. It was only uh, it was my brother-in-law and, and sister-in-law were here, and it was it was good. It was it was nice. I said to Josh, um, Chris, this is kind of strange. Christmas Day, I said, man, I go the last three years in a row, someone around this tree didn't live to make it to the next Christmas. Three years in a row we had. And, uh, and now, wait. So- let me see. So we go back three years. 
Was that your mother-in-law? My mother-in-law. Two years ago was Jake. Yep. And last year was? Sugar, the dog. Oh, shit. Okay. And so I'm like, well, there's only five of us here. Hopefully that stops now. Dude, no joke. A few hours later, my brother-in-law, who's a, who's a doctor, says yeah. to his wife, get me to the hospital right now. I'm having a stroke. Oh, no. And I'm like, I look at Josh like, oh, my God, we were just talking about this, you know? And he knows the symptoms of, you yeah. know, he's dealt with a bunch of guys that have, he's an emergency room doctor, has dealt with a bunch of guys who had strokes. And uh, thank goodness it was not a stroke. It was a, an allergic reaction to a bagel that had like poppy seeds on it or something oh, wow. that caused all the symptoms of high blood pressure, dizziness, the whole deal. And uh, MRI, CAT scan, the whole deal. My hater be rushed to the emergency room. In a COVID time, how yeah. scary is that? But he's good? And he's he's, he's all good, man. He's a, okay. he's all good. But I was like, holy shit. I, like, I literally was just thinking about it. Yeah. And I was like, we got to get the fuck out of this house. It's like, yeah. I'm a whore. Got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get out of here. So I got real quick. So I'm on this guy. Dang, I, I was on two horrible group texts. Okay. okay. One was... A Christmas Day text from my buddy Brian. Okay. You know yeah. Brian. And it's like 16 people on there. And at, like, I know Brian and me. That's it. I don't know the other fucking 14. You just okay. see a bunch of fucking phone numbers. Right. Numbers. Merry Christmas, everyone. You know, I'm the first guy back. Hey, Merry Christmas. And then it's a million fucking text messages. Don't mean shit. And then a bunch yeah. of porn pictures that go shit. Shoot, shooting through. And of course, there are women on there. They're like, hey, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. And I'm like, this is the worst group text I've ever been on in my life. It went on for like 20 hours. And you can't get out of them, right? And, and well, Josh showed, Josh showed me how to block alerts and shit. Finally, like, I, something I should have known. Okay. But I was like, holy shit. So then I'm in another one with a cousin of mine in Orange County, and her sister is in Orange County, and then like 20 other people who I don't fucking know. Oh, God. And my mom in Tennessee, okay? And right. so my cousin, who's Jewish, writes, Merry Christmas, everybody. And my mom... After a million people write Merry Christmas, my mom, who doesn't like these group texts, I told you yeah. about Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Stop right. fucking texting me. I got to keep getting out of the shower to check my phone. I'm like, what? Just finish your fucking shower. You aren't <laughs> being called into surgery, <laughs> yeah. you idiot. And like, it was the dumbest excuse. So my mom's like, <laughs> my mom writes back, I'm I'm Jewish. Um, I don't need to be on this group text. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, in my head, like, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. And then, then someone writes, ha, ha, ha. And then my mom writes back, oh, shit. what's so fucking funny? And then someone writes something else. And then here's my mom. Next thing on. I swear to God, I should just fucking screenshot yes. every one of hers and just put them in a fucking book. It's The next one is, I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm tired. Stop writing to me through these text messages. And I just, fuck. What time is this? Dude, it, her time, probably 1030. But she'd probably been, what time did the bomb go off? The next morning. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. The next morning. Oh, God. Damn. And I'm just like, fuck, mom. Why can't you just ever let anything just go? She's so it, angry. <laughs> dude, she is so fucking angry <laughs> all the time. She's so angry. She's. Boy. I'm telling you, she's the jack in the box, that toy. You just fucking yeah. sit there and crank the thing. She's going to pop out and scare the fuck out of you. You never know what you're going to get. God. Yeah, damn it. She's fucking nuts, dude. So grouchy. <laughs> She's the grouchiest person alive. <laughs> Dude, you just never know. I just hope people learn. Well, tell her I got uh, Smokey Robinson doing a cameo for her. <laughs> hey, Ruth, look who it is. It's your old friend Smokey Robinson. Happy Chanuka. <laughs> Happy Chanuka. That's what he said. Happy Chanuka. <laughs> I don't know what Chanuka is, but I hope yours is going great. And I hope you're loving it there in Nashville. Your kids still be. <laughs> 
God, if you guys have not seen the Smokey Robinson cameo, he's so nice. He's so excited. Yeah. And nobody told him. Uh, hey, Smokey. Hey, buddy. That's Bob in the booth. Yeah, it's not Chinooka, bud. That's just the way we spell Hanukkah, okay? Let's get it together. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Celebrities at their worst. Remember that CD we Oh, my stabbed? God. The best. William Shatner. The best. Okay. Okay. Remember how you said that? <laughs> he's saying sabotage. Yeah. And he's making him do it. Sabotage. You say sabotage. I say sabotage. Dude, between him and Orson Welles. Oh and I want to know who you are. Who are you in that booth? God, there's such assholes. Yeah. Dude, I think I like the, the John Wayne one. Where he's at USC. <laughs> he's all drunk. He's drunk off his ass. And just in the middle of it, while he's talking, he just looks at the class and goes, it's getting to be goddamn ridiculous. Just screams at the entire class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. What a mess. All right. So our last show of 2020. Wait, is that it? Did we go through the whole five? Oh, you I only said had there one? was one major one. I said we're just going. We're just going uh, Christmas. That was the that was the major topic. All right, uh, our last show will be Wednesday night. Incredibly exciting because uh, Katie Temple will be here, Julie Brownman will be here, both in the garage, and we'll see how many stories they'll actually be willing to tell that they told last night after a couple of glasses of wine. Oh, cool. We'll see if any of these stories will be told. Uh, all I know is I started to bring one up, and Julie was like, you better shut up right now. And then Katie yelled at her for yelling at me. So it was, was perfect. Was it about Jeff Colley? <laughs> oh, God. We can talk. <laughs> Dude, Jeff Colley. I haven't thought about that guy in 25 years. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, uh, I'll bring some alcohol then. We'll do some shots before we do the show. Yeah, we'll do that. But uh, all right, everybody, stay safe in the rain, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you back here Wednesday night. All right. So let's dance.